0: Today on the newscast, who wrote the Dead Sea Scrolls? We head to Qumran in Israel's Judean desert to find out next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. Today, October 6th, is a very significant day in Israel's more recent history. This was the day, 48 years ago, October 6th, 1973, when an alliance of nations led by Egypt and Syria and backed by the Soviet Union invaded Israel or attempted to invade Israel in a surprise attack on the holiest day on the Jewish calendar, Yom Kippur, 1973. Now, this Egyptian-Syrian confederacy made serious initial gains. Israel suffered heavy losses at the onset of the war, but eventually recovered, and the Israel Defense Forces won a resounding victory when all was said and done in the Yom Kippur War 48 years ago, a very significant date in Israel's more recent history. But today on the newscast, we're going to take it back, way back to Israel's ancient history. I'm talking 2,000 years ago, around the time when the Dead Sea Scrolls were written. We're going to head to Israel's Judean desert, to the caves of Qumran, where the scrolls were found starting in 1947. Our good friend, Danny the Digger Herman, takes us to the place where the probable authors of the Dead Sea Scrolls lived. They were an ancient sect called the Essenes. Danny believes that John the Baptist may have had contact, may have even been a member of this ancient sect that wrote the Dead Sea Scrolls for a time. And this is Timely. Major events surrounding the Dead Sea Scrolls over the past several months on our March 16th, 2021 newscast. You can check it out here in our archives under Newscast. Just scroll down to March 16th. That video has over 400,000 views. Uh, the discovery of new Dead Sea Scrolls was announced back in March, and we talked about it here on the newscast also just in the past week, an Israeli researcher says he believes that the scrolls may not have been written all in one place at Qumran, where we're going to take you in a second. He believes that perhaps they were written throughout the land of Israel. And then in an annual gathering, all the authors of the Dead Sea Scrolls came together at Qumran. And that's how the scrolls were left in the cave. Fascinating stuff, no matter what you think. And Danny the Digger took us to the very place where the Dead Sea Scrolls were found. And we talked about who wrote these ancient biblical texts and left them in the middle of the Judean desert. Take a look. Well, Danny, we are in the shadow of cave number four the most significant cave in relation to the dead sea scrolls and we are standing in the amazing remains of an ancient community that was based here right around the dead sea scrolls caves this is qumran tell us what went down here
1: well qumran first of all is the arabic name to this day we don't know the ancient name of it and uh the excavations here followed the discovery of cave number four it became clear that it's, uh, the strolls are linked to the ruins over here. In the 1950s, a French team led by Roland Devaux uncovers the whole side around us and finds here quite a lot of unusual finds. First of all, a large numbers of ritual baths, a mikveh. Now, a mikveh, a ritual bath, makes a lot of sense in Jerusalem before going up to the temple. But here, in the middle of nowhere, okay, that's an unusual feature. Then a big hole found over there is found empty, but next to it, a small room filled with hundreds of bowls seems to indicate there was some sort of a community dining room. And in the room over here, they find uh, evidence of benches, maybe the place where the Dead Sea Scrolls were written. And the whole thing seems to be uh, a center of a community that followed a certain leader uh was very sensitive to uh purity so it kept purifying itself again and again and living as a community also by dining together
0: danny the the obsession with purity that you describe i guess it's very fitting look this was a very very deeply religious community out here so it makes a lot of sense that they would have that they would have the mikvahs out here and they'd be ritually purifying themselves constantly this was a messianic movement here
1: Yes. On one hand, eating in a dining room may remind us a bit, as Israelis, of a kibbutz, you know, a community lifestyle, but they were very, very religious. They were, it was a religious kibbutz, and purity then was a big issue, okay? Uh, women after the period, priests before every meal, and here, although you're in the desert, and it was apparently only a male community, they still followed a very strict uh, law over remaining pure at all times.
0: It almost has a a monastic type feel. Yes,
1: this was the first recorded monastery in the world and it's a Jewish monastery. It's before the Christians would recreate that lifestyle.
0: Danny, that's pretty amazing. We are standing in the remains of the first monastery in world history here in Israel. You
1: could phrase it like this,
0: definitely. Okay, this community was here, they were isolated for many reasons as we discussed. What if they had to escape? Uh, What if they had to leave this place, pack up and get out of here?
1: Uh, (laughs) For one thing, the site is not very well defended. You don't really have a wall. What you do have is where we're standing, a watchtower. So you can get warnings if there's an enemy coming from anywhere. And indeed, we think that the site ended when they saw smoke coming from the area of Jericho. Not that far from here. No. That smoke was the Romans advancing from the north, destroying side by side. They were on their way to Jerusalem. The 10th Legion we know passed here. And when Jericho is knocked down, the guys here know there might be next, but they still have a few hours. And that may have been the few critical hours that enabled them to take all the library from here and hide it in cave four. And when they ran out of space in all the other caves
0: around us. Danny, this is amazing. (laughs) The Dead Sea Scrolls were stashed or hidden in these caves, probably under great duress, under great stress with the the mighty Roman army, Roman legion advancing. Yes,
1: and and no one survived, okay? Uh, This group of people either fled or fought till the bitter end. No one ever came back to retrieve those scrolls, but they were kept here for 2,000 years till, as we said, a Bedouin finds the first of them
0: in cave number one. What is the Christian link? Why should Christians care about this site? There's a very significant link, right? A Magical one, in my opinion, and it's John the
1: Baptist. A popular theory argues that maybe John the Baptist was a member of this community, at least for a while. We know from the New Testament he went to the desert. This is the desert. He anticipated the Messiah. So did these guys, okay? So many values that he expressed are expressed also in the scrolls, but there's one big difference. These guys kept using water on a daily basis for ritual cleansing, for purity. John the Baptist says, no, the use of water is for preparation, uh, cleansing of the body, repenting and and anticipating the Messiah. And on this, perhaps they had a big argument, so eventually he left. But where does he go to? Where does he eventually start baptizing people? The new concept of baptism, where is it practiced? At the Jordan River. And, And Christian tradition argues it's over there. just a five, six hours walk away from him. Also, where was John the Baptist beheaded? In Machaeros. That's also just across the lake. Okay, so even the geographical setting fits the biography of John the Baptist.
0: Yes. Now, Danny, you mentioned the baptism site where John the Baptist baptized many, obviously baptized Jesus, and we're going there now, right?
1: Yes, the Christian tradition argues that the baptism site is very close
0: to where the John River ends, pouring into the Dead Sea. Fascinating stuff, folks. If you want to watch that entire episode with... Danny the Digger and I at Qumran talking about the Dead Sea Scrolls and their origins. Go to full episodes here on the Watchmen YouTube channel. Episode 64 of the Watchmen TV show. You can watch the entire program about the Dead Sea Scrolls. Uh, Incredible topic, and I have a feeling much more to come when it comes to the Dead Sea Scrolls. Hey, one last programming note. Tomorrow, October 7th, wow we're already a week into october fall is here we've got another watchman newscast live stream one hour from 4 p.m to 5 p.m eastern time we'll be coming to you live here on our youtube channel talking about all the latest middle east events maybe some archaeology as well and prophetic news all the prophetic news out of the world's most chaotic and most pivotal region and how it affects you no matter where you live. Be sure to join us tomorrow, October 7th, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, and bring your questions, because on our live streams, we always do q and I will answer your questions, so bring some good ones. Until then, thanks so much for joining us here on the Watchman Newscast. God bless you, and remember, never hold your peace.